Hey, this is Mike Herrera. You're listening to Magnified Pod. This is a yelling podcast. From poking at you to plans and everything in between, this is Magnified Pod, the only podcast that discusses culture, religion, politics, and the entire discography of everyone's favorite left coast punks, MXPX. Mm-hmm. And we're back. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, John. Um, hey, who are you? Um, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm Andrew. Oh, who, are, I'm, who are you? I'm John. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> hey, hey, who are you? Who the who do you think you are? This is this is the podcast this, that we do. This is the podcast that we always forget to introduce ourselves. <laughs> but um yeah, we still have some best life. Oh. Some best lives and we're going to drink them while the drinking is good mm-hmm. because gosh, I'm a Oh. Oh, Ooh, that sounds so that good. Sounds real good. <laughs> sounds real good. Get it right up there. Um, yeah, I'm just. I'm. The more I drink them, the more I'm enjoying them. I'm very into it. Yeah. Apologies to folks who cannot have it shipped to them, per wacky state liquor laws. Either wacky state liquor laws, or they don't want to shell out, which is the Fair. the equivalent of like. You know, seventeen or eighteen dollars a four pack. Right. So I I don't blame you, but I've also been seeing people posting like, oh, you know, just stopped off at the Safeway or whatever and pick. And yeah. it's like I think it's only people, like in Washington. Yeah, right? you people who live in Washington, yeah. you are so lucky because yeah. if I could just because eight. Let's be real. We you know in Chicago we have amazing breweries. Sure. Um. But getting uh, an eight ninety nine four pack for a really nice craft beer yeah. is not not always available. Indeed, you know. So we can I can get some for like ten, eleven, twelve ninety nine if yeah. they're really. But yeah, you guys drink them while you can. Mm-hmm. And speaking of. Beer in Washington for bands. Uh-huh. I hope uh, people <laughs> listen to our episode of Def Leppard. Our most successful yet, I assume. <laughs> yes, everybody. Uh, n- no, I'm, I'm <laughs> the, the the episode that no one asked for, <laughs> and few have commented on. <laughs> yeah, we we did that just for, but you know, we did have some. We have some voicemail. We have at least one voicemail about the Def Leppard yeah. that we'll get to. Can't wait. But you know what's what has come to my attention after we did the episode was that Def Leppard has been doing a tour all this year, and they put out a beer that they were selling at the show, yeah. and it was a Def Leppard Pale Ale, and... I was like, man, I wish this we could. I don't, but I don't think it's even available outside of the shows. Well, I think it was just, it was just uh, the, just they were just selling it at the show. But I thought, man, that's kind of nuts that 
the the two podcasts that we've done, one of them being a one off. <laughs> yeah. Both our two of, favorite bands. Our, yeah. <laughs> both have Washington brewery based IPAs yeah. coming yep. out. Yep. And we did talk about how they blew it on the <laughs> the naming of right. because they just called it a Def Leopard Pale Ale. Mm. And <laughs> and I had some other options. I said they should have called it Hopsteria. I think that's that's the obvious one. Yeah, um, it would have. Yeah, and based and then one based on your favorite song, the Let's Get Rocked. I said Let's Get Hopped. Great. Or Drink Up, Tap Kegs into Motion. <laughs> that's a deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, two two of the three being being um, from the podcast that we just did the, right i don't even remember anymore what's the name of the album uh, adrenalize <laughs> adrenalize uh, i've already but you 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 had some uh pour some sour on me yeah that's the best a, i could as do. a sour ale yeah. i don't know but I, I already took i already took like three of the probably more obvious ones yeah if so. you have a good deaf leopard <laughs> beer based pun at the ready <laughs> let us know <laughs> this is, yeah i know everybody's like clamoring to do the research yeah um, uh, but i i i hope all the people out in washington yeah pick up yourself yeah. a four pack of the def leopard pale ale let us know pick us up one please yes mxpx crew can you <laughs> send us some free def leopard beer <laughs> <laughs> not more best life ipa no, can you not interested can you I've because I've tried this. I right, have right. not tried the. What kind of hops do the boys from Sheffield like to get into? That's well, they the. I'm not even sure how to pronounce the. Um, Duff Leopard. No the <laughs> oh. the the brew. <laughs> the brewery. Uh, Elysian. 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 Yeah, they're they're the brewery. Because I have had some of their their yep. beer. They have like a. Like a, was it like Stardust or sounds familiar? Something like that, and that's pretty. That's pretty decent. But the they use uh, in their beer, um, they use Cascade, Simcoe, right. Chinook, and Bittered with Magnum. So I wonder if they do, if they do like, they like uh, dry hop it or something. Yeah. Who even knows? It sounds pretty good. The can, the can looks pretty cool. Yeah. So get your get your Def Leopard Pale make Ales, it, people. Make it your personal property and <laughs> enjoy some. <laughs> and um, I think I think we've talked about that about Def Leopard. <laughs> about Def Leopard. Uh-huh. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. Um, we do have some Def Leppard fans that listen to yes. that listen to the pod. Well, at the very least, um, Danny from MXPX Memes he said that his wife ah. is a legit Def Leppard fan, a woman of fine taste. Yes, she, she, Joe Elliott. Uh, maybe she would be Joe Elliott's personal property. I don't know. Um, sorry, 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 Danny. Sorry, Danny. <laughs> um, but. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. We did, I did have a conversation with one listener that was asking that we do, do that Michael W. Smith oh, um, I, episode. I'm into it. 
And my, my, my suggestion for the Michael W. Smith podcast name would be Pods or Pods Forever. <laughs> See, where I had gone in my head is I'd already skipped ahead to the the beer that some Washington brewery was going to brew for Michael W. Smith <laughs> okay. called Hops or Hops Forever. But Pods <laughs> or Pods Forever is definitely better. So, <laughs> Yeah. So I don't know, maybe, maybe some, sometime down the road we'll do pods or pods forever. We definitely have to do that. (laughs) I am excited. Yep. Oh, hey, John, uh, question. What's, hey, what is that? What is that? I don't know. It's kind of a mysterious shape. I don't know. It's sort of like texture. Yeah. It's white. Kind of has a weird label on it. (laughs) Let's check it out. (laughs) Yeah. What is this? Let me just get a a little ASMR of the package. Oh, it's, it's pleasant. I'm just going to. No, I'm not going to do that. Um, USPS parcel select. Hmm. The return address, 3099 Chico Way. I've heard of that. Bremerton, Washington. What? Merch arsenal. What? Are you saying that this is my Kickstarter stuff, John? I I can only assume. Is there going to be... Holy shit. A note inside saying, you're the last one, suckers. <laughs> and a middle finger. Well, you know what? Actually, what if we... Should we live stream this? <laughs> sure. This is an historic event. So <laughs> this is. we need some sort of record. Yep. Um, so let's... Uh, save it for our grandkids. Yep. <laughs> and um, We... Uh, um, we did... I got this actually early this week mm-hmm. and i've been saving I've it for the pod been saving it so for the good of the pod for the good of the pod it's been it's man it's <laughs> it's been kind of a yeah bummer of a you can see the punk peering yeah. peering out from within and i assume he's in there yep All right, so <laughs> is it time to see what goodies are in store? Yep. Do you um maybe we should have gotten some sort of a uh, an instrument? An instrument of some kind. I can do that. Or maybe I'll just tear it and stop being a. Uh... There oh, you go. There it is. What's in there? Oh, Jen Mandigo. Daniel Leary. Folks joining the live stream. Live stream. Check it out, guys. (laughs) This is riveting audio. (laughs) Um, You know what? I've been saving this (laughs) for days. How dare I take this moment away from you? (laughs) I've been saving this for days to open this up on the pod, and you're the one who's saying, well, Well, this is just amazing. (laughs) Let's, Let's see what we got here. Well... There's there's some sort of hooded sweatshirt. Yes. A hoodie. <laughs> oh yeah. That looks pretty good. Yeah, dog. Ooh, look at that punk bursting through. Boom. What a great day. What a great day. The best day. The best life. Best life. This uh, unboxing is brought to you by <laughs> Best Life IPA. <laughs> oh yeah, we should have done an unboxing. Yeah. What's up, PXPX fans? Uh, I'm just going through my package. and uh... Don't forget to smash that subscribe button. Don't forget to crush like. 
Yeah. I do have my ah, my yes. bonus PX Punk. All right. So that guy's going to get signed by the band, right? Um, we yeah. said one of them was going to get them, signed. The other one's going to stay in pristine condition. Yeah, well, I got to have 100% pristine condition. <laughs> Look at these buddies. <laughs> just a couple buds. <laughs> just hanging out. Two PXPX Punks staring at us right now. Yep. Feels feels great yeah does not feel judgy yep at all now um this Ooh, this is the truly exciting the piece they resistance the thing that i probably absolutely needed a knife for <laughs> um I don't, i'm not seeing any kind of note that says thank you for all your work <laughs> um the band couldn't do it without you uh I did get another PX, MXPX sticker. All right, all right. Cool, cool. That looks pretty dope. Boom. We have a vinyl, people. The vinyl has landed. We got uh, the way we do opening side B, which I'm sure I already knew, but I'm just observing for the first time. Yeah, yeah. We, I think we did. We were wondering. We did wondering. talk about this, yeah. yeah. Well. This is exciting. It's here. It is here. And I can't wait to... Throw down on this ASAP. We confirmed that there's not like a gatefold or anything, right? Um, yeah, it I does, believe we did. doesn't look like it's a gatefold. Well, it still looks great, fold. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the artwork, I just need to comment on, you know, I do have the CD, but I do need, I just want to comment on how great the artwork it looks in a... Just a really high quality. John Nissen. Yeah, our this boy. This one's for you. This one's for you, JN. <laughs> As I call big, him. Big Johnny Niss. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> what? Big Johnny Niss. Niss, I kind of, I veto Johnny Niss. <laughs> this is fine. All right, well, whatever. Um, so, oh, got to get some product placement here. Um, if you're missing Nissen, then... <laughs> <laughs> You're not in this. Okay. <laughs> you scoffed. Sorry. Um, all right. So, well, I think we'll go off live stream for the handful of people who um, joined. So, thanks. You're for... welcome, everybody. That was history you just witnessed. <laughs> yep. All right. Later, skaters. Peace. So, John, let's... Uh... Let's listen to some voicemails because we had we had a couple since um, last episode. Some of which were um, about our Def Leppard. Others referring to um, our best life IPA and the drinking that we've been doing. <laughs> Are they, That's is this uh, an intervention. <laughs> I just wanted to say, I feel like I owe you all an apology. Before I came onto your show, I don't feel like there was much of an alcohol-centric vibe. <laughs> and since that day, it feels like the world just revolves and starts and stops everything in between around alcohol. And uh, yeah, I'm taking the full brunt of the blame for that one. If I hadn't have showed up in Chicago with bourbon... This whole thing could have been about gluten-free bread. And 
that would have been the thing that you guys get hung up on all the time in every episode, is what type of gluten-free pastries <laughs> you're consuming at that moment. Sure, sure. So, my apologies, and uh, apologies to all your fans and all of your family members who are going to be adversely affected by this, probably five, six years down the road. So that was uh, Jason Hockney Zymet, our buddy, um, who we interviewed. Um, our first, our, our first, first guest on yeah, the our show. first guest. He was our very first guest um, on our sixth episode, and we polished off a bottle of bourbon. That was uh, appreciated, and it was very nice. Uh, but he, he's yeah, not wrong. He's no, <laughs> no, he's not wrong. We. We've certainly gone off the rails a little bit <laughs> with the booze, but you know what? I think just the right amount. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Uh, so you know what, Jason? We don't we don't hold anything. We don't have anything against you. No. Our family is on the other hand. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> is that all we got? Yes. Oh man, the cackler. Who are you? I have no idea. You know, as we're recording this, Halloween is next week, and I just gotta say, this guy is spooky. <laughs> oh man whoever um, you are sir yes we salute you yes. this ip is for you if you're but, if you like to cackle into the voicemail <laughs> then you might <laughs> live your best cackle life um we have we have a handful of oh. um voicemails from the mumbler the, mum, the mumbler the cackler. danny stairs what the hell, dude? He's your boy, Danny Stairs. Um, sorry, a little scratchy throat. got a little sore throat going on here. But um, Dr. Mango just called and did not say magnified pod for life. didn't say shit to her. But she called me out every time because I don't give you guys the magnified pod for life. Oh, hell no. Nah. It's our boy. Okay. So here's what I'll say. Um, you, were, you were at least enunciating there. Props yes. to you, Dan. <laughs> Props for you to you for figuring out how to use your phone <laughs> for once. So here's what we'll say. Um, Jen Mandigo has um, a not told us that we blow. Um, she, <laughs> she calls a terminal degree. Well, does Dan too? <laughs> well, yeah, Daniel, Dan. They're all doctors and lawyers. All smart, di- smart group. <laughs> our, our, our listeners are mostly... Um, have gone through either doctoral or some sort of institution of higher learning. Yeah. Um, but she doesn't tell us that we blow. She leaves um, clear, concise messages. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just generally a good person. She doesn't co-sign on tweets from our, from a, uh, a Twitter hate account called yes, Mag- I was Magpod gonna, Blows. I was going to say, this is a good entry point into talking about the fact that there are now two Twitter accounts in the universe. Two uh, dueling Twitter accounts. Yep. Magnified Pod Blows and Magnified Pod for Life. Yep. So follow both or whichever one you feel more called to. Yeah. So, yeah. Dr. Jen Mandigo can do no wrong in our eyes. So, uh, Danny Stairs, you need to, you know, just maybe assess some of your life choices before you come at us with these accusations. Mm-hmm. Um, but this next voicemail from him is not for us. Hey, Drake, this message is actually for Nikki P. Uh, 
That would be Nick, Nick Polk, Polk or Nicky P, as we call him here. He's responding to boy Danny Stairs. I was 100% at both nights of the exit in. Uh, great shows, uh, great time. Uh, maybe if I saw your face, I'd recognize you as well. Anyhow, take it easy, dude. Magnify plot. Never, ever, definitely not for life. Bye. <laughs> So, Son of a bitch! Yeah, not you're not necessarily endearing yourself <laughs> to us. So but, uh, I'm glad to be uniting strangers together yep. through the pod, through MXPX shows that they may or may not have been at together. Mm-hmm. But uh, mainly through the pod. Yeah. So the final. See, this is the thing. He's given us shit, but we're still playing his voicemails and hearing him out. So he can. You just need to calm your tits downstairs. <laughs> Hey boys, your dude Dan Stairs. The sort of broke my hand. Um, it's your fucking faces. Uh, even though I think I'm mad at you about something from yesterday, <laughs> please see my previous voicemails. Um, it's calling a quick question. I, I'm getting to the end of this app. Kind of wondering how your favorite song on this could be First Class Mail um, when you don't have the alleged full song, so to speak, because, you know, it's all one song. Um, you know, what's what's going on with that, uh, you know, first, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm so confused, I'm also, uh, Joe, about 90 on the highway. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Okay, see, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> Use um, I don't, you're switching between talking on, on speaker. You're not talking clearly. You have a scratchy throat. Bush league. This is bush league. So I the, mean, the comment was asking how I could possibly choose small town minds was what my what I chose um, without first class mail since right. I'm alleging. That small town mind's first class male is a single song, sure. Um, which I feel like is a legitimate question, sure. Um, because I do feel like maybe we said on the pod that it's kind of a bummer that they, without continuing into first class male, it does feel sort of like an incomplete right. song. So I'll just say. They didn't play the full song. Yeah, I'll yeah. just go with that. Does it count as a half a song then? Do you I get guess, another half a song? I guess I should get. Maybe, what's the thirty second one? Maybe that can be your other half one. Oh yeah. Um, what was that? That was uh, uh, forgive and forget. Yeah. Um, well, like I feel some vindication because I said it's weird that the two songs are not combined. But if you're gonna do a different song. Walking by, which was my number three, right, is a good one to do with it. With and you some. weren't entirely feeling the vocals, right? On, right. Yeah, yeah. But fair uh, points. Fair points. You have and used your lawyer brain to <laughs> argue a halfway decent point for yeah, once. When you told us that we blow and we're jerkwads, so <laughs> also I'm pretty was, sure. I, I'm curious if, if ever, if you're in court and you say, <laughs> you know, to the. <laughs> I don't know to the judge, you know that. Your um, Honor, Your Honor. There's only one thing I can say to this jury. <laughs> Y'all blow. Uh, it was funny to <laughs> case closed. Be I the... rest my case, <laughs> jerkwads. Um, it was funny to be on the MXPX face Facebook group. Yeah, <laughs> I can say words and um, have one of the first comments about uh, the show being Yoblo <laughs> and that like everybody knew immediately <laughs> what he was referencing. So thanks for that legacy, Dan. Yeah. 
Um, and so for people who haven't listened to the Def Leppard, uh, I suggest you do. Uh, if you're, if you kind of like the vibe of this show, you, you don't need to enjoy Def Leppard to... You will after you hear it. <laughs> because, um, I don't enjoy Def Leppard and I had quite a bit of fun listening to it and, and... You don't think about, I want to touch you now and sing along to it in your head? I want to touch you. Yeah. It's a... That's a clap along jam. That's a good song. Yep. Uh, So, but Nikki P, he has been to a Def Leppard show, and he uh, he has some thoughts on that app. Let's hear it. What up, my guys? It is Nick Polk coming on the podcast. Uh, I really enjoyed the Def Leppard content. Um... I am also an OG little boy Jeff Leppard fan, or the, you know, I'm a big Jeffard head. <laughs> uh, but I guess I'm thinking, this is my first concert ever. I commented that on Instagram, and John told me to tell about my experience with my first concert. So I was in sixth grade. I'm going to jump right into it. I was in sixth grade. My uncle. Had me, gave me a bunch of his CDs and so did my dad, all the classic rock stuff. So I was definitely more of a pyromania, hysteria, high and dry guy than a adrenaline. Sure, most people think I'm up like a man. <laughs> so my uncle was like, do a bunch of yard work for me and I'll take you to see Def Leppard. And Journey was also on that bill. So, Avi. That's a big show. Like, you know, just a perfect duo of progressive ideas <laughs> so you, you know with lots of euphemisms about male dominance and masturbation so <laughs> weird to think about now it makes sense when I was like in sixth grade that I liked it but anyway so I did I half-assed some yard work with my <laughs> uncle he bought me tickets and went to the journey in Death Leopard so of course when Death Leopard came on you know, they played all the classics, the singles, uh, Rock of Ages, you know, Photographs, which is my favorite song in their catalog. Sure. And arguably the most cringiest conceptual song on their catalog. But still, that you know, you can't, you can't beat that guitar intro. But um, behind me was this, uh, this like 40-year-old lady, maybe probably 30s, I don't remember, everyone's super old in that age, but she was the classic, like, overweight, had, like, the frizzy hair, like, she was back in the 80s, like, cut-down shirt with her, like, giant old lady boobs hanging out, and she actually spilled beer on me, I was, like, in sixth grade, and she kept spilling beer on me, and I remember I was, like, really scared, because I thought my parents, I would come home, my parents thought I was drinking. But anyway, they closed. They closed out. Def Leppard closed out the concert with a little encore. I poured some sugar on me, um, and that was the concert. So it was kind of long, but that was my experience. Keep the Def Leppard content coming. Um, Nick T making love like a man. Magpie pot for life. Yes. <laughs> um, John, let's. Can, um, so you 
Did you ever end up seeing? No, I never did. <sighs> That's such a bummer, man. I can still be corrected. Oh, shit. Coming off of that Christmas single, their beer, their induction into the <laughs> Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, inevitably. Yeah. <laughs> um, shoveling, uh, shoveling? Shoving Radiohead out of the way to get yeah, there. Yeah, right. Let's... Um, if there can only be one. Yeah. <laughs> I always go with Deb. Um, I, yeah. I appreciate that Nikki P <laughs> referred to them as Deppard. Deppard. That is the preferred shortened <laughs> no version. Nomenclature. Um, yeah, I, no, I never saw them, so that was a great story to hear. Thank you for that. It sounds like we come from a very similar background where now looking back, we're like, why were sixth graders super into this? But hey, you know. When we hear a song that moves us, we can't we can't do anything about that. So, cheers, sir. Yep. I'm glad you enjoyed the Def Lep live yep. with Journey. Yeah, that's that. So, yeah, I'm curious. Um, he said he was in sixth grade, but he didn't say what year. Right. No, so, I, I assume we're roughly the same age. I don't think so. I think we're Is he younger. We're older so. dudes, I guess. We're older dudes. <laughs> So, Nikki P, we're going to need to get some deets. Yeah, I need some of those deets. On what year that would have been. Um, because if this was, if this was like... <laughs> 2003 or something. 2003, and there's some lady, like, in her, with her, like, old lady boobs and frizzy 80s hair, then yeah. that would have been, like, a pretty significant bummer. But if it was, like, 1995, yeah. it would have been a little bit more forgivable. I'm assuming that's what it was, but, you know, I... Yeah. Who knows? Nick yep. does. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so, John, the we had the question of the week that um, is in that sort of connected to our uh, episode today, Indeed. which is oh yeah, we're talking about let's rock today. By yeah, the way, yeah, <laughs> we're talking about let's rock. Um, what is your favorite MXPX B side or rarity track? Um, and since Let's Rock is pretty much all of that. Want to get some people's thoughts on on some of those rarities? Yep. And we had we had a handful of people who mentioned um, the what's that song? Uh, Where will we go? Right. Which was from the ACEP originally um, on uh, came from Bremerton. Right. From the Ever Passing Moment sessions. Um, and we have, there's a, you know, Jason Aguilera, who's a listener, he mentioned one that um, I hadn't heard before. It's a song called Good Friends Are Hard to Find. Right. And it's on this, There, it was on a compilation called... Uh, Going Nowhere Fast, mm -hmm. and it, it was released in 1999, and it had a lot of... It actually has uh, an Arthur song on there. Interesting. Um, but it had some Hangnail, Newfound Glory, um, MXPX, um, and Acceptance, uh, the Ataris... Ended with the Atari's San Dimas High School Football Rules, mm. which is a jam. Um, but yeah, it has the Good Friends Are Hard to Find, which uh, I think this was the only the only 
album it it appears on. I think so, so I think it's just this one comp. Um, so let's let's listen to let's listen to that. Okay. It's okay. Yeah, I feel I feel kind of bad being like, "It sucks, bro. <laughs> you were wrong. Your your opinion is just kidding. It's, invalid. Uh, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, having never heard it before, I guess um, you know we don't know when this, right. if this was like one of his first songs yeah, yeah. or you know because I was introduced to you know the the, the MXPX comp. That I or the right. song that was on the comp, the Petra single, that probably would not have been, <laughs> you know. But that was my intro, sure, to them. But never either say way, dinosaur. Uh, never say dinosaur, if you will. Um, yeah. Then we have a couple people who liked "Arrest Me." Mm-hmm. song is a jam the song rules it's <laughs> such a rad song i don't think it's a coincidence that out of this batch that people named the one that i'm into the most is a panic b-side like it just has that panic energy yeah. i love it it's kind of dark like yeah I'm just so and, it, and it just it sounds it sounds like distorted a yeah. little just a little yeah and it's fast and it's really rad so that was a uh, uh laura and starrett both both liked that one Mm-hmm. Um, Even though Dan liked it, I guess. Yeah. Well, I still like it. Um, so, the coffee song uh, by, you know, so Jen Mandigo likes that one. Um, so, you know, we're going to cover that one when we do the Left Coast Punk EP. Mm. Um, then, you know, we had. Uh, Josh Montgomery, who liked Begin to Start from Let It Happen. I kind of, I mean, let me ask your opinion about that. Because yeah. I assumed that the question sort of considered Let It Happen right. outside the category of, of what we were asking, which was maybe 
on us. But I just consider let it. I consider let it happen sort of like canon at this point or something. Now. Canon outside, as far as like an album, as 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 opposed to. I mean, because they all those, those songs by they definition B sides and rarities, I suppose, but they've become such a part of the sort of regular the MXPX zeitgeist. Yes, and uh, if you asked me what one of my favorite B sides was, and you were including that, it would be like, well, every song on Let It Happen, <laughs> and then some of these other ones. Yeah, but yes, I mean that is a great song, so he's not wrong about that. No, he's not, and we didn't we didn't define what we meant by. B-side and rarity. Sure. But that's on us. That but also Begin to Start is not a song that you really even expect to hear them play ever. Right, that's true. So I it's mean It's a rarity in it that is, sense. It is a rarity in in a sense of a uh you you're you're more likely to hear uh GSF or Small Town Minds yeah. live than you would be to hear Begin to start. I'd be really psyched if I heard Begin to Start. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to my heart. Uh, hey, that's a good song. Boom, doom, doom, doom. If you want to listen to a Let It Happen episode, that's uh... <laughs> I kind of want to listen to a Let It Happen episode. <laughs> I just want to listen to Let It Happen. I just want to listen to Let It Happen. Just, you, got, you just want to like s- yeah. stop recording and just listen to Yeah, let's just do it. Okay. Um, then we had... That was great. Yep. We just listened. <laughs> just listened to it. Just started again. Uh, and then we had a few people who uh, are into uh, Where Will We Go mm-hmm. on the ACEP, um, which I'm not going to play the ones that we are going to cover sure. eventually what? because I don't want to like give our uh, thoughts. Yeah. Perhaps when we do uh, the ACEP, we can talk about the original version of where will we go? That's electric, like full band. That was on the It Came from Bremerton movie, and I don't know that that's ever been committed to record anywhere. But I love that version. I remember hearing it in the movie, assuming it would be on Every Passing Moment. Yeah, we might need to do like a uh, It Came from Bremerton movie review. Yeah, perhaps. Um, uh, and then the last, um, the last song was the empire that oh, yeah. uh, was from the we did this, cover that at some we did point. we did cover that russell likes that it was from our um was that what episode was that either it's pretty early on I was that ever passing moments yeah that sounds right because oh. we're talking about like that era yeah with mark hoppus yeah <clears throat> it's an interesting one emo pyre <laughs> burn right that is it is it is pretty uh par for the course for some my career lyrics yeah. though it's, yeah that song is interesting though yeah um yeah we did we did previously mm-hmm. uh cover that so uh thanks everybody for 
for your hot takes. We should say Family Affair was another one several people oh, right. Did mentioned, I not? Um, which we'll kind of get into later because a different version of it is on Let's Rock. That's true. Um, but I know Family Affair is kind of a fan fave. Um, yeah. It's not one of mine. Well, you know, yeah, it's... Should we listen real quick? To the the original? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's got a great opening hook, which goes a long way for me, but doesn't ultimately coalesce into something that I'm super psyched about. Yeah. So yeah, we'll hear a slightly different version later on. Um, You know, that that beginning sounds an awful lot like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. It does sound very similar to the first day of the rest of our lives. Yeah, this is from the Before Everything. Yeah, totally. Good call. Maybe that's why they cut it. Although it was on the Japanese import, um, which I think is how a lot of people know it. And it's on the clips and the before and after tracks that you love so much. That little that little part that has no reference. Right. If you like, when I first got that, I was like assuming that was going to be somewhere on the rest of the album. Well, where is it? Where is it? It's in Japan. God damn it! It's in Japan. That's where it went. Um, so, yeah. Thanks for your thoughts, folks. Yeah. So, John, we have one last little tidbit mm. that love tidbits. Yeah. Uh, so our boy Danny Stairs, despite giving us a lot of a lot of shit, hooked us up with uh, a cut live song from the At The Show sessions where they did move to Bremerton. Cool. But uh, it got cut from the live album. So you want to hear a little bit of that? I do. We're from Bremerton, by the way. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Chill. Chill. (laughs) When I made a special girl To gather someone said no sounds pretty good yeah it makes me man at the show is so great so much fun there was a uh 
There was a moment on here that I was waiting for. Yeah, brains. Short hair too. Chill. We're gonna hear the whole song soon. <laughs> well, I know. It's that, that uh, was a great moment. It's yeah. There are just some. I just love. I love the Mike Carrero live moments. <laughs> just the pretty good. All the chill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was fun. That was fun. Thanks, it Dan. was. It was like getting a little bit of a present that knowing that there are other. Uh, blasting room, um, mm. you know, cut from the Some cuts out there. Yeah, the album was done at the Blasting Room, which is owned by Bill Stevenson of uh, the Descendants Stevens. and all. Um, so this is bad religion. Yeah, <laughs> I'm never we're, gonna let this running joke die. No, we're also gonna just keep bro. Any, <laughs> Any member of Descendants is also in bad religion, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Steve, Stevie Edgerton. Uh-huh. Big Steve. Big Steve. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm... Um, that looks like a cool place. It does look like We're a dope... We're looking at pictures of the blasting room. Yeah, it does look pretty dope. That's where Tiger Jack's going to do a reunion re- record, I assume. Oh, my God. Look at that wall of amps. <laughs> That's pretty dope. That's it's like a nice sick. orange amp. If I was yeah. One of those. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty sick. It's pretty toy. Chill. Chill. <laughs> um, yeah, wall of amps, wall of pedals. Mm. It's pretty rad. Love a good pedal wall. <laughs> <laughs> what's your uh, What's your favorite kind of pedal wall? I mean, kind of probably vertical. <laughs> <laughs> Just for stacking. Yeah, that, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking like... Um, I guess it wouldn't be a, a wall if it was like horizontal. So right. I guess that's part of the joke. What about like um, a pedal floor? Then you can just like walk on the pedal that you need. Totally. What about like the aggro crag? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but yeah, from from guts. <laughs> Isn't that kind of a wall? <laughs> this is a good joke. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're climbing the aggro crag and it's made of pedals, and every time you like. Sounds take, great. Take a step and it's just like different it's distortion. Like, it's the only thing that would have made. <laughs> it's the only thing that would have made guts better. Some more pedals. All right. All right. I don't know. Mike O'Malley, like as you're climbing the aggro crack. Oh, man, I forgot it was him. Throws you a guitar and you wow. have to like plug into the right pedal. And and Mo is like, I don't know. She's. Let's go to Mo with the stats. Mo. Oh man, that's almost as good. We're just going into Nickelodeon '90s game shows now, <laughs> but um, Legends Should. of the Hidden Temple, where the yeah. host would say, "Thank you, Olmec." Yeah. <laughs> to the oh jeez. Yeah, the uh, Kirk Fog. Wow, you got all the information ready. <laughs> yeah, man. No, people might think that I'm looking up. <laughs> no, like, no. no, that this was off the, dome. off the dome. Yeah, Kirk Fog was. Uh, you want to know the thing that pissed me off the most yes. about Legends of the Hidden Temple? <laughs> Out of the many. 
Well, I have I have a couple anecdotes about Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, so, but one of them was how people couldn't figure out how to assemble that goddamn monkey. <laughs> that was always and it fun. always so frustrating <laughs> to me that they're like, oh, where does... There are three fucking pieces, guys. Three maybe, pieces. Maybe it's like the quiz shows in the 50s where they were rigged, you know? <laughs> I remember at one point being like, are they how's, trying to get that kid to lose? How sad would it be that it's like, okay, blue barracudas, you guys got to take the fall I'll this take the week. fall on this one. I got a lot riding on it. <laughs> And like, mm. But the thing that always bummed me out was that you never knew if those the temple guards, which was always just a little bit racist. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just these, you know, guys that are dressed like. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not cool. Yeah, it's probably not cool. Um, but they would like come out of these doors and grab you. And who's to say like they couldn't determine like I don't know that they determine where the guard was going to stand. At the beginning, or could they fucking move around backstage? Yeah, good question. Maybe they're like, eh, I don't want to give away a, I don't want to give away the Huffy this week. Let's, <laughs> right. let's make sure this kid yeah, loses. That makes sense. Um, if you've but, got hot uh, <laughs> Legends of the Hidden Devil takes, here is up. somebody that I know. She had, she grew up in Florida, and she was on both Guts wow. and Legends of the Hidden Temple. Nick Arcade. No, oh, just those two. But she, favorite. but she won both. Whoa! Yeah, she won. She got a piece of that aggro crag, bro. Wow. That's and she won a trip. I think from Legends of the Hidden Temple, like maybe won a trip to Mexico or something. That's dope. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. It's like that's like the MXPX version <laughs> of like it's the Nickelodeon version of like growing up in Washington around MXPX. Yeah, right. You're like if you live in Florida. <laughs> You, you probably can just won a couple game shows. You in the probably 90s. have been on like any number of '90s game shows. Yeah, like there's nothing in Chicago that's similar oh, to like you got Bozo, and that's about it. Oh God! <laughs> I guess I, you had um, Jerry Springer. We, <laughs> it's kind of a game show. <laughs> <laughs> True. I had one of my high school friends was a uh, um, picked for Bozo buckets Ooh, like when she was younger. That's fun. Um, but here's the thing, and this would also not fly nowadays. They had the they would draw a boy's and a girl's name. Okay. And her name is Avis and they thought, they, they, thought they, they they assumed it was a boy's name and sure. she's like nope. But yeah. She uh, But it all worked out. But I, did she get it in a bucket? I don't know how far she got in the buckets. But it always sort of bummed me out because they always ended up with some like punk ass young kid who has no hand eye coordination <laughs> and and they would like inevitably miss the first bucket right and they would like make give him another chance to do yeah, it again yeah. because it was like this kid is this kid's not making shit <laughs> you know this oh man this kid's not gonna get the hundred dollars or whatever that's in the that's in the last bucket it's no aggro craig nope uh, Jenny was in the audience for uh, the Spider-Man Oprah episode. What? <laughs> so that's something. No, that doesn't even make sense. Those that those are words <laughs> that shouldn't be in a sentence together. It was like Toby Maguire. Spider-Man Oprah. <laughs> she wasn't. She went to see Oprah, and I think it was like okay. back-to-back taping or something. And one of them was with Kristen Dunst and Toby Maguire about maybe Spider-Man Two. And their upside-down kiss. 
That was in the first one, but I okay. believe it was addressed. Anyway, that, that's exciting. Uh, this has been the Chicago game show slash talk show segment <laughs> that we always do. And uh, thanks for... Well, this is, this is the culture part oh, yeah, of, right, of, the, right. uh, of the podcast, I guess. And what do you think about Bozo's politics? <laughs> um, a little backwards. I mean... Bozo is a clown, in case anybody doesn't yeah. know what we're talking about. Yeah. I and, assume people do. And Cookie, who I oh, yeah. think... R.I.P. R.I.P. Cookie. R.I.P. Cookie. Up in that big cookie yeah. dough tub in the sky. <laughs> sure. I don't know. Does that does, does that mean Cookie liked cookies? I mean, I mean, if you're if you're named Cookie, do you do you automa- do you assume? I guess I shouldn't have. If you if your name is Daisy, name. like does Daisy Ridley does she have to like Daisy Flowers? I mean, I'm John Potter and I like Harry Potter, so it's kind of fair. Like that. Hey, uh, shout out to Harriet Potter, your dog. <laughs> yeah, celebrating her twelfth birthday it's yesterday. Twelfth birthday. French bulldogs live to be eleven to thirteen, so <laughs> she's, things go great. In the she's she's killing it right she's now. She's doing fine. Yeah, she's, she's great. She's living forever. Let's she's let's just a, recognize that. <laughs> She's she's an eternal being. She's a fantastic beast, and I have nowhere to find her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what would what would her Hogwarts house be? Oh, she's through and through a Hufflepuff. <laughs> she wants to cuddle <laughs> and affirm you. Yeah, it's definitely not brave or super smart. <laughs> not cunning. Just loves no. you. Um, she's also hella chill. Yeah. So not making a scene or no, one no. to draw attention to herself. No. <laughs> This has, um, been, this has been quite the segment. Yeah. Oh, should we talk about the Horns EP real quick? Oh, yeah. I feel like we probably should have done that near yeah. beginning. But we forgot. But we didn't. Um, we needed to talk about 90s Nickelodeon shows for 20 minutes. As you do. <laughs> um, yeah, this was a big week for us. We got some, I mean, barely either one of us got our Kickstarter rewards. I had to really work for it. Andrew waited about 10 years. <laughs> yeah, um, you you had to ask like <laughs> like literally like three or four times yeah. after getting a bunch of shit for it. Mike Mike did like, hook it up eventually. Can I can I have so, my horn seat? Fuck you. <laughs> they were like it was those hot Kanye takes. I'm like ha, 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 yeah, but like I would like the link. <laughs> um so I did get the link eventually, and we cannot play it per MXPX's wishes, although, frankly, we probably should. Um, but I, I can run down the songs real quick in case anybody doesn't know that. Yeah, but hit me. You got Final Slow Dance. Final Slow Dance. Interesting. Um, definitely my favorite of the batch. Okay. I thought the horn arrangement was integrated as opposed to kind of grafted on, which I felt some of them were... <laughs> There um, were some there were some songs that I found myself being like wishing there were certain horns yeah. parts that were like right. accenting versus Agreed. like going along with like the, the guitar. Just the guitar part. Yeah, yeah which I felt like was yeah, it was kind of the 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 thrust of the of the record was it was sort of kind of going along with the the right. guitar melody. Yeah, which is like kind of how Five Irons Later sound was when they sort of morphed into more rock and less ska. Yeah. And I'm there for the ska. Like they yeah. have these beautiful horn arrangements. And, yeah. Um, I mean, I will say, I think it's awesome. Like all the songs are super fun. It's yeah. a really fun I think I experiment. Think, yes, it's a fun experiment. And if they do another MXPX Five Iron tour, uh, I for I sure really like. Want, yeah, I would for sure want to hear these live. Definitely. Um, I. This is one of those situations where it's like, 
I would have liked to have heard maybe like an entire reimagining of the song. Sure. Which yeah. is which is a whole other experiment altogether. Yeah. And not what the horns EP was. Sure. It's supposed to meant to accompany and yeah. um kind of accent the MXPX songs as they already exist. Yeah. But I was just thinking what if like what would it, what would ska versions right. of these songs yeah, sound not like? Yeah, there's not a lot of like no, there's there's none of it because um, that's yeah. But, but we were, were we both were surprised that uh, heard that sound heard that sound was not on there. Speaking of panic, yeah, yeah, I mean one of the sounds one of the videos that kind of made the rounds after they did tour together was that the horn section would come out and play. Yeah, kind of a new arrangement of her that sound, which sounded great. Sounded like, really great. I already liked that song a lot, but they did kind of. It made me appreciate it in a new way that it was sort of yeah, reimagined. But I don't know. Which wh- is also, I think, maybe where the genesis of this idea came from. Yeah, I assume. Yeah. Um, and so to kind of exclude that as like, it right. al- it's almost kind of like a gimme, right? In a I, way, like that you've it, already got it done. It's in the bank already. Just play yeah, it. Yeah, you don't need to come up with horn parts because. Right. You already did it. You already know it. I know that they said in the Kickstarter, like about the description, that they would be from the life in general, slowly era. But I guess I didn't think it was like that strict. And yeah, so I appreciated it, but I really liked that version, so I wish I could have had it. Um, Yeah, it does sound like the songs were re recorded for this, though. It does, yeah. um, Which I was kind of surprised by. I thought they might just use the original tracks. Yeah, I mean, if they did, I feel like that. Might have been even harder to. No, I think it would have felt like people probably would have felt like this paid thirty bucks for this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is this is just. Yeah, I think people probably would have felt a little cheated by yeah, that. Sure, it's almost it'd be almost like five iron karaoke where they're just like yeah, playing yeah, over fair. a track. Well, props to your commitment, guys, for recording new versions. Um, but then you got "I'm Okay, You're Okay." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's today's in my way. Moved to Bremerton. Uh, Tomorrow's Another Day, which isn't my other favorite from the bunch. I really like that one. I thought it turned out fun. Uh, and then Doing Time, which, like, I was like, Doing Time with horns. I couldn't really imagine it. And then when I heard it, I was like, oh, yeah, it sounds kind of weird. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just kind of an odd. They just sort of do the, like, bah, 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 like, over the yeah regular chords, which is fine. But, yeah, again, like, I wouldn't have imagined that as one that would be one that lent itself naturally to horns but hey interesting to hear yep Um, it's a good experiment yeah it is fun i'm glad it's in my life i'm happy i finally have it and you have yours (laughs) me too um please tour please please tour um please clap (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's uh remember when jeb or should i say Jeb, Jeb, Jeb. <laughs> oh God, those that were guy. the days. Yeah, those were the days. When Wish it's... Jeb Bush was our biggest worry right now. Yeah. Anyway, <sighs> um, that that was our political segment. Yep. Because everything is just too fucking uh, terrible right now. It is really to even bad. talk about. Uh, uh, so we should just talk about <laughs> some B-sides and rarities. Let's go back to 2006. Yeah, that's... Things let's, are simpler. Let's hop back in to... Well, I mean, hopping <laughs> back to when George W. 
Jeb, Jeb's brother. Jeb, Jeb, <laughs> Jeb. Um, yeah, should we take a little break and then, yeah, take and then a break. dive into this bad boy? And then we'll, uh, we'll, you know, I'll just walk out and then I'll run back for. Did you like that? Song jokes. Song jokes. Uh, don't, but when I go, don't forget me when I'm gone. All right. Okay. okay. <laughs> Promise not to. I'll breathe deep until you get back. <laughs> All right, we're back. Yeah, we are. You didn't forget me when I was gone <laughs> because I didn't actually leave. Nope. <laughs> Where uh, did you go? This, uh, is, this is good stuff. This is, this is great content. <laughs> uh, so we're talking. Let's rock. Here we are. Which is kind of an interesting name <laughs> for this record because... Doesn't it, rock super hard? No, no. It has three acoustic tracks. Yeah. And it has... Two emo ballads. Some well, multiple slow ballads. jams yeah. for sure. Um, it's more like I, let's, let's serenade. It's you know, the, know. The, the let's rock with a question mark on the, like, on the thumb. <laughs> let's rock? Uh, yeah, so let's talk just briefly about... The, let's rock and let's talk. Yeah, let's talk about let's rock. Uh, we got the boys from Bremerton in the in the liner notes holding up their nooks uh, with <laughs> there's words on them. Uh, yeah, it's a good thing they all have short names. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You know, if it was like Sebastian <laughs> or something, you know, that yeah. would take up their yeah, all their would fingers. You would you have to be Andy? Yeah, <laughs> Seb. <laughs> Um, is that a La La Land shout out? <laughs> I've never seen La La Land. The main character's name is Sebastian, but he goes by Seb. Really? He's a cool dude. Oh, that's lame. <laughs> um, yeah, I am not familiar with movies. Just kidding. <laughs> I know movies. <laughs> this is a great segment. <laughs> We're not even drunk. Nope, not <laughs> yet. To blame it on. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they wrote their names and their what what they play on their fingers. So <laughs> sounds really cool. Yeah, <laughs> looks even cooler. <laughs> they all look pretty good, I will say. Well, it's yeah, just some, it was just some handsome faces. It was just with some sharpie, but it also was Pussies. pre <laughs> pre Mike getting his hands super tatted up yeah. because, as you said. He probably doesn't actually have Mike, <laughs> Mike base <laughs> tattooed on his fingies. <laughs> on his fingies. Um, but also... Who's the, that? Yeah, it's... Um, they have a model. It says... A hairy model. Cover model, Peter Walker. Mm. And he's got he's got hair all over his fingies. <laughs> Jen, Jen Mandigo, tell us who that guy is. <laughs> yeah, Jen Mandigo, you probably know who Peter Walker is. But uh, Seth Roberts did the... Uh, artwork and layout for this. Yeah, we should get Seth on the pod. Yeah, we got to get Seth on the pod. We kind of dropped the ball on following up with him since we were in conversation, but um, it'll happen, people. It'll happen. I know. Okay, everybody, calm down. We will get. <laughs> Where's the Seth Roberts? What pod? the hell, bros? <laughs> what did I say? There were. Uh, I guess there are. Um. Some songs. Yeah, there's some songs. There are 12 songs. 
uh, yeah, it's weird. They, they, in, so they, you know, they have the You Walk, I Run acoustic version. Then they just, so do it again. they do it again. Um, but they exclude it from the liner notes inside. Oh, so interesting. Just, kind of a uh, bonus. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this has, uh, the tracks kind of comprised of songs from, I guess, their maybe previous six years. That sounds uh, right. Because they had the, some of them were from the uh, Jerry Finn Ever Passing Moment Sessions, right. which was the You Walk, I Run, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess they re recorded. Um, so I'm curious what that sounded like because you know Jerry Finn was a legend, right? So yeah, I don't know. Um, and then also make up your mind, right? Um, but a lot of these were just previous unreleased, previously unreleased, or the sweet sweet thing, which was the modified version of Family Affair. Mm-hmm. Uh, make up your mind was. It said it was on the Broken Bones 7-inch. Yep. Um, I mean, that would have been, that would have been, I mean, it was only a 7-inch, so they could, it's not like they could fit right. a lot of songs on that. But Yeah, it's an interesting collection. It, um, yeah, so October 2006, uh, released by Side One Dummy, which is interesting because it was, I mean, this is only one of two with Panic that they put out. Right. That, and then... Like the next month is when they signed with Tooth and Nail. Yeah, they, they uh, were like, "Let's go get those, you know, rights back. Let's go right. get those publishing rights back," which was a smart move. Yeah. Though I would have liked to see what uh, Joe Sib could have done with the boys. Agreed. Um, going forward, um, since they have some really rad bands on side one dummy right now that I'm yep. Um, like flogging Molly, go, go Bordello. We're part of, we're part of them. Uh, Gaslight Anthem, uh, Mighty Mighty Boston. Seconds, Anti-Flag. Yeah. Um, but they currently have Iron Sheik. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've listened to Iron yeah, Sheik. they're cool. I love Iron Sheik. Um, Roswell Kid. I don't know if anybody listens to them, but if you're not listening to Roswell Kid, you should. Um, I guess I will. Yeah, they have they have um, one of their newer their newer albums called Precious Art. Yeah, it's kind of cool. it's kind of interesting stuff. Um, they, one of the reasons I love them so much, one of the reasons I first heard Roswell Kid was they have a song called UHF on DVD. <laughs> Perfect. And I've got that. And yeah, I and it's about like all he wants to do is you know go home and watch <laughs> UHF on DVD with this girl. And that's it's wonderful. like God, that's that's, that's it. the life. Eat, he wants to eat tacos and watch UHF. I'm like this person gets me to like the deepest part of my soul. You want to hear an interesting anecdote? Always. That I mean that's this this ep <laughs> is full. This ep is full of interesting. An- well, I use the- interesting loosely. <laughs> yeah. Um the UHF DVD copy that we have is Jenny's. It's not mine. So, um, You married well. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. 
There was a time when we need to get we need to get Jenny on a UHF pod. UHF pod. I feel like our memories are probably hazy, but um, I mean, you mean she's not watching it on the rig? (laughs) She, I would, I would probably be the one of the two of us who would want to watch it more these days. But there was a time when when she was. We should we should um, make some Twinkie Wiener sandwiches. (laughs) That sounds great. None of lick some turtles and. (laughs) Watch. Throw some poodles out the window. Uh-huh, and watch the movie. None um, of none of these are <laughs> vegan no. activities. She uh, she used to work. Well, call me Mister Butterfingers. <laughs> yes, a conversation regularly. So anyway, I shout saw, out to Roswell. <laughs> shout out to Emo Phillips. Yes, I uh, got too. I saw him. What a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, but he performed stand up uh, on this last Weird Al tour. That's cool. And he was Man. funny as hell. How old is he? I don't know, but do you know who else opened the show for Weird Al and introduced him? Dr. Demento, oh, who was like cool. 170 yeah, years old. Emo Phillips is only 62. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, he's also from, from born in Chicago. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's also an Aquarius like me. <laughs> Dang. Dang. Maybe he was on the Bozo show once. Probably. Um, um, this is the MXPX <laughs> podcast. We're talking we Let's Rock. Emo Phillips and <laughs> MXPX. I, yeah, I agree because i agree with your point that you made 10 minutes ago because i oh but about side one side one, like i love panic obviously as i've mentioned multiple times in this episode alone yeah and to think about where they might have gone with them next versus not my favorite era <laughs> instead is an interesting thought um well it's also interesting because this is that this is i feel like this album makes sense between Panic and Secret Weapon because it has some of both of those elements yeah, on the record. That's true. And it's also right around the time of the Let It Happen Deluxe, uh, which they did right before, like right as they were signed to Tooth and Nail again. Right. Um, and I, don't, I do not like those songs. Yeah. So I'm just not a big fan of this era. It's a little too slick. That probably colored my overall thoughts of let's rock um but there's some there's some good stuff in there yeah i'm gonna need a best life to to really get into it though yeah so you should yeah i've so john after we have one more four pack after this oh we better savor it well we will because we'll have to save it for we'll save it for the next step i feel like it'll be appropriate to kind of cap it off that's right um so, shall we get into some songs? Let's do it. Yeah, we'll start off with uh, the first track, which is always a good place it's to start. Very good place. Uh, you Walk, I Run. <laughs> Jamming so hard. Forgotten what I'm running for. Maybe I'm running in place. 
What are your thoughts? I I like it. Mm-hmm. I like the lead up into the first verse and then how the verses began. They're like, Danny, Danny. That's really cool. Yeah. I would say it loses some steam for me around the chorus. Um, it never quite matches that intro sound that I really like. Uh, this is from the Ever Passing Moment sessions, as you said earlier. Uh, what do you think? Well, it's my number two. Interesting, yeah. Um, so, fuck you. <laughs> no, I like it. I just um, don't like it quite as much as some others. So, let's... Uh... Ever passing moment to, it to me. Yeah, I like it. It's fun. Yeah, I think the drums sound really great. Yeah, they do. It's a good sound. Yep. Uh, production wise, but not Jerry Finn. Yeah, Jerry Finn. Um, but I don't know if they. I don't know if Finn, Fer, Jerry Finn did that. That version. No. Fair enough. Because he is dead. <laughs> right. Sorry <laughs> for that. <laughs> um, at, but actually, did he... Um, when did he... I think it was... I mean... Did, yeah. He died before... I feel like he died... Oh, no, he was not... He was not dead yet. Well... He died in 2008, so... so bummed us all out for no reason. <laughs> so maybe he did re-record it? Who's to say? Who's to say? No Perhaps one knows. Many of our listeners here or there. Jen Mandigo probably knows. She probably knows the hairy knuckle guy in the front of this record. He probably produced this one. <laughs> the hairy knuckle guy. Harry Nux. Harry Nux. That's uh. Solomon Bremerton. Yeah, they should call this album "Let's Knuck." <laughs> sure. Uh, I guess whatever. <laughs> Let's get bummed out. So this album employs a lot of familiar themes that mm-hmm. Mike writes about a lot. Um, depression. Running, depression, yeah. light and dark. These these themes are sort of just the perennial right. um, themes that he writes about. And it, it makes sense in this era because that panic and secret weapon are two of the uh most or d- darkest yeah, and most dark places if you will the, yeah the darkest even the darkest places need that light uh shined on them everywhere 
the lyrics. Uh, so what do you think? About this song? Uh, it's good. I like it. It's, um, I like that section leading into the chorus the best. Um, cause it kind of takes an interesting turn chord mm-hmm. wise, which mm-hmm. is kind of, as we've said about the ever passing era, a common theme, which is like, Ooh, that was an interesting choice. Yeah. I, I do think that they, he, there's some, there's some choices and risks taken on this record. Sure. Yeah. And for sure. I know that you, this isn't like your favorite. Um, no, but I do think that, um, it's some of the songs have grown on me that I, part of me is like, I think part of me was like, Oh, it's called let's rock. So this is going to be nothing but bangers. And then you're just like, Oh, <laughs> like maybe there are like four bangers on, of, yeah. of the 12 songs more ballad than banger yeah um that's also a good title <laughs> yep should have gone with that harder to fit on your necks but that's true <laughs> um so yeah i mean it's good it's good and i like it um there aren't too many songs on here that i'm like eh. there are actually I got a couple there are some songs on here that i i think i would have Swapped out for on Seeker Weapon for sure. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, and here's one. Yep, for me too. One and three. This is from Return of the Jedi, apparently. Uh, Empire. That's the one. The better one. Yeah. Think about what that means in relation to the song, bro. Because I need to. What happened to that I just got it. The first is filled with opulence and luxury. The third is full of starvation and poverty. Think about the values of the new world order. A microcosm with commercials crossing borders. Number one. My number one. Yes, I knew Boom. it. I'm pretty into this. Yeah, yeah. it's great. It's a um, solid-ass song. Like some of my favorite of theirs. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what it's about, <laughs> but I do know that it's about fighting the system, so I'm cool with it. Well, what what do you think one and three are? Well, I'm assuming he's talking about the first world and the third world. Yes. But, I mean, two, like, I mean, second world is a thing. <laughs> like, it refers to a certain set of countries too. I'm I'm wondering if I'm wondering if the two refers is referring to like the the gap between the yes, haves and have nots. I think that's correct. I mean I think he just means the dichotomy of first world and third world is the focus is he doesn't he doesn't like that it has to be that way where there is those right. two extremes. Um yeah, I you know he's talking politics. They're shouting. <laughs> I like yeah. the bridge a lot. Yeah, I'm into it. Uh, affluenza, that's great. Hell yes, this rules. 
if only he could shout those, about injustice. Those that would harmonics. Make it yeah. Yes. Goose Frabba. Goose Frabba. Um, so, um, I think we all became familiar with the the term affluenza in um, was it maybe 2013, 2014 with that douchebag Ethan Couch. I do not remember this. You don't remember Ethan Couch? Oh god, he's the fucking worst. <laughs> he killed four people oh. while drunk after stealing alcohol um from a grocery store um and he was underage. He was like 16. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they used the And they used affluenza as a defense. Right. Because he was raised so well to do that he just wasn't aware of the actions. Right. Yeah, I had assumed that Mike used a little bit like, you know, we're inflicted with the sickness of having affluence, but but it's but there's a a book um that, uh, right. that was written in um two thousand one but then was re released or edited in two thousand five. Um, maybe, um, I think maybe either way, it's an anti-consumerist book. Um, Mike was dog here in that. Yeah. It's reading some viewing consumerism as a deliberately spread diseased, um, heavy stuff. Yeah. This feels very panicky. To it me. does. Yeah. It's dark. And yelly yep. and screamy. Yep. Justice. The justice. big three for me. Yeah. <laughs> Dark, yeah. yelly, yelly, and justice. <laughs> Justicey. You know, and this is you know, when we when we hung out with Mike, um Humble Brag. Humble brag. <laughs> uh I mean he he talked about how he he's not like a super political dude. And I was like You're wrong. I'm like, what? <laughs> like I mean, maybe, I mean, he's not, like, anti-flag. Right. He's not strike anywhere or, you know, um, you, or he's not, like, Jello Biafra who's, like, making spoken word, you know, records or anything <laughs> oh, like man, that. I would love to hear a mic spoken word, <laughs> justice-oriented something. Um, but, you know, he's still... I feel like on most albums he has something, at least one or two songs. There's yeah, something that's referencing like yes, how the, the man the is world. fucking us over. Yeah. I guess he would probably say that's not political. That's like uh, everybody can agree with that kind of thing. But I but, don't know. But even still, this is it's questioning things. Yeah, it's it's questioning the status quo, and which we all know Mike is not a man who who's about. He's not about like just. You know, voting and towing the party line. Right. So, um, he wants to see, he wants to see some changes and I'm, and I'm definitely about getting that monkey off our backs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I really like this one. Yeah. I, I'm into Like, it. just like this one? Not the case. 
don't forget me when you're gone. No, I'm not mad about you. Just a little sad without you. I know it's mostly all my fault. I drive my feeling this i am not feeling it you know who is having a lot of feelings this is like mike's emo corner this is <laughs> mike's emo corner uh what do you think i like this song quite a bit actually huh, interesting i mean it it could be my number four or five huh, fascinating you know i mike's voice sounds great sound on this good. song yeah sounds so good his vibrato on this mm-hmm. on this thing it hurts so good. I drive myself insane. Same. And there's no one else to blame. Yeah, he does sound good. He sounds great. He's, Way to he, go, buddy. Yeah, he, you know, sometimes I feel like when Mike does some acoustic jams, he doesn't, like, I want him to, like, just go with it and then not hide behind yeah. the, you know, I feel like. When he's rocking out, he just lets it go. But like, just just feel it, man. Just yeah. like let it flow. Just go into and it. It sounds super good. To bring it back to David Bazan, which I always manage to do with every episode, his early songs, especially with Pedro, he sang very kind of like flat, which is sort of the yeah. indie rock. Not flat like pitch-wise, but just like, you know, no, uh, no vibrato. And then as he went solo and like kept going and doing more just him and acoustic like he really developed his voice he would sing yeah. out he would sing with vibrato so i feel like hearing singer songwriters kind of break out of the punk or indie scene or whatever and do more kind of folky stuff and hearing their voice really shine is always really cool to hear yeah um uh I, this song reminds me a lot of ace troubleshooter actually i could see that um and i it's it's definitely i can't put my my finger uh, I can't put my finger my <laughs> finger can't put my finger in there and I can't put it on it either um uh, so I'm gonna try and look up what song I think it is but what uh what were you gonna say what is it what is it about this song that that you know you know deflates your D <laughs> um it really grinds my gears I don't know I feel like it's kind of in quit your life territory for me really just the like ball I'm just not an mxpx ballad guy okay the slowed down beat at the beginning which happens in another song later which I'm into even less um interesting but just kind of the like I don't know I'm not here for the for the slow jams it's interesting generally. that you say that because how you know how 
uh, not on board with Quit Your Life I Am. But this, it's interesting because this song is so much more stripped down. Yeah, I think because, that's fair. And it, and it has a little bit of a more rockin' element to yeah. it. The, like, yeah, I think like, the chorus is the chorus is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, yeah, I don't know. There's something about it that I think Mike sells it with his, with his the quality of his vocals for yeah, me. I think that's fair. I'm uh, I want to yell about the system. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear his sweet vibrato as much as I appreciate it. Um, that's that's fine. Yeah. I mean, there are there's. You know, you know, he contains multitudes. I understand that. He he's a full human <laughs> being. Don't I said that to him when I met don't, him. Don't don't dehumanize him by. Yeah. Hello. Maybe it's maybe it's this Ace Troubleshooter song. It could be. They were not unfamiliar with the emo corner. It, this I is think a jam, it, by the way. Yeah, this, this whole album's a jam. Uh, yeah. Pod Troubleshooter coming soon. <laughs> Ace, Ace, Ace Puddle Shooter. Ace Puddle Shooter? <laughs> nope. <That's>, nope. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ace Troubleshooter, also another one of those bands specifically calling out chapter and verse <laughs> in their... Corinthians. In their first Corinthians, Corinthians 13. Big among Christian bunks. Yikes. Love those, those Paul letters. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, all about those Pauline deep yeah. cuts. When we met Mike, I was like, "Is your Pauline Christology a little?" And he, yeah. Oh man, I no, wish I, I was there for that conversation. This is the most secret weapon track on oh, this record. Interesting that you should say that because it's my number three. Interesting. Breathe deep, uh, which we I don't think we said. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's pretty good. I I think what a lot of it I've mentioned this multiple times when we've talked about the opposite and gray skies and Christmas Day even that the keys really take it over the edge for me. Okay. I love that sweet kind of moogie synth sound um, there is what there's a song so so what song is it that it's it's right yeah that's what i'm thinking too it's Maybe. angels it is angels yeah when the yeah 
Yeah. It's it's very it's very angels. Right. Which I like the song a lot. It is very similar. Yeah. You're right. I mean, Angels is Angels was my number one from Secret Weapon, so I think I just I'm into that Maybe. style, perhaps. Maybe. Well, I think I like Angels on Secret Weapon because it's one of the handful of songs on Secret Weapon that are actually bearable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and part of the reason why I really like it is that melody, the which this kind of does too. But this is that's a good song. This is there's something on uh, "Breathe Deep" that we get that I don't think we've got had on at least something noticeable for me that I don't think I've ever heard on another MXPX track. Did you, did you hear that pitch shifting? No, the, oh, his the... vocal pitch shifting. Oh, yeah. A little, little auto-tune action. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know if I've ever heard that. That's unfortunate. It, noticeable on any MXPX song. Yeah, that's a little bit of a bummer, which, you know what else is a bummer? <laughs> is this the Kanye corner? Or what? Why were we just talking about autotune on the last episode? I don't remember now. Were we talking autotune? Yeah, for some reason. Anyway. What? Were we? We were. Um, oh, T-Pain. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> that's what it was. Tiny Desk. Um, yeah, if, if T-Pain could do it without that, I mean, you would have thought Mike could, but um, maybe he really this just... punk rock, bro. Yeah, he couldn't nail that last bit. Um, you know what else is a bummer is the video for this. Did you watch that? I haven't. It's a uh, it's a tough one. <laughs> it's that's kind of weird that I didn't think to. Um... It is weird. It's almost like you're not as committed to this pod as. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I'm just <Okay>. kidding. <laughs> that is one thousand percent not the case. <laughs> um, the band is playing on a rooftop, classic MXPX style, but the weirdness is the. Cutting to scantily clad women dancing right into the camera throughout the video. Um, there's a lot of uh, yeah, I'm pulling up the uh, the uh, music video here. <laughs> Watching it now. There's a lot of close-ups of belly button piercings. <laughs> it's uh, this is the this is sort of a weird music video. Is that a dude dancing in a shower? Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> it's weird. There's a cheerleader's midriff in the center of the frame here. Um, lots of dancing. Yeah. Anyway, it gets even weirder. Um, what I will say, I'm assuming you didn't watch the video for running out of time either. No. Um, this makes... Uh, running out of town makes... The Breathe Deep video looked like Citizen Kane, I'll say that. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get there later. But okay. uh, yeah, anyway, a weird one, a weird video. <laughs> that is, that's, yeah, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know, I haven't, I, I don't know how I haven't seen that one before. I hadn't until yesterday. Oh, well, all right. Uh, let's, well, 
Let's make up our minds. Make up your mind. Cause no one's gonna do it for you this time. Make up your mind. Maybe you're afraid of the things you'll find. They say that nothing really matters to you. They say that nothing really matters to you, never has. They say that nothing really matters to you, never has, never will. It's all made up in your head. The life you're living is so overrated. It's all made up in your head. That there's nothing you can do even left you stranded. They say that nothing really matters to you. They say that nothing really matters to you, never has. They say that nothing really matters to you, never has. My number two. My number three. Awesome. This is pretty, we're pretty in sync on this one. Yeah, two out of three. Yeah. Um... This is obviously on Broken Bones, like yeah, you said. Yeah, the the um, the drums on the song kick ass. They do. There, Yuri is all over the place. The yeah. just the constant drum rolls. Yeah. I gotta say something about this guitar part. This part coming up. Yeah. Oh, right here. Yeah. Drums sound great, Pryuge. The little. Um, is not on the Broken... I, I definitely prefer the original version from Broken Bones. Um, this one has, like, a kind of a weird sounding guitar part right there. I don't know. It was also in... Um, it came from Bremerton, once again, which I, there's a distinct cut where it starts with Make Up Your Mind, and I was like, ooh, that's a cool song. I bet it's going to be on the record, and then that one wasn't either. So it's got to make my list... Just, I feel like in the same way that we were talking about, um, you know, the the one that everybody loves, uh, that was in Came From Bremerton, just like those songs have yeah. been in our head forever because of that, and so it's got to make my list because of that reason, so. Yeah. Should we do Running Out of Time, then I we can talk so. about the music video? Yes. Another slow jam. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just kidding. This is my number one. No, it's not. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> no, uh, it's not. Not into this. Um, no, not not. It's probably. It's definitely in the bottom in terms of ranking for the entire album. Yeah, I. There are two songs on this that I don't like, and. 
they start out nearly identically with like just drums and a very basic slow beat. Yeah. I see you have tuned into the video, which is brutal. <laughs> they had negative money for this shoot, apparently. <laughs> um, Mike's uh, typing on a typewriter here. You know, fair enough so far, but here's where we get into tough territory. This looks like recorded. This looks like the room. <laughs> Tell me we so, but worse. <laughs> um, sorry to whoever spent their <laughs> time and energy on it, but it's it's pretty rough. Brian Bouchelt wouldn't have let this happen. <laughs> no, no, oh my god, what is this? Yeah, this is tough. Um, it's, it's just really weird. I don't know. I don't even there, want to. There's there, a whole elaborate video happening. Mike a, is like concocting the story because he's typing it. And then we go into the story and it's like these people in business meetings and a love story of some kind. But it's a real bummer. A lot of handshakes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, Not into it to begin with in the video didn't change anything yeah, for the, me the narrative of the video yeah. i i don't really care <laughs> i don't know why i need to care about these people anyway um yeah so that's that one <laughs> that is that one uh you have no other <laughs> i got nothing else nothing other, yeah slow ride I honestly, 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 this song. um, So this album has a lot of bleak songs on it. Yeah, this is probably one of the bleaker songs on the record. (laughs) Yeah, when it starts out talking about our (laughs) descent into death, as we accelerate the death process, (laughs) as we draw, as we draw towards the end. That's a tough opening. Um, but but also. Glass cuts skin in the process, but pain brings you closer to feeling more alive. That yeah. um, that is a problematic. Yeah. That yeah. is a problematic uh, in concept. The depression zone, pretty firmly here. But not only that, but like cutting and f- cutting to feel something. Yeah, right. That is a problematic sentiment. Yeah. So, um, um, in the every light song. Uh, will time swallow all the pain flowing through the streets into the storm drain? Um, you know, shadow, being at the bottom of the sea. These right. are all like really dark and bleak yeah. songs. Um, and I don't know if he's going for like 
we all like we know that the 2005 yeah, the to 2007 mm-hmm. is pretty emo af but yeah. um yeah I, I definitely can't co-sign pain bringing you uh closer to feeling alive perhaps he's singing from a character perspective and not endorsing the sentiment yeah i hope not um I will say musically, like the guitars sound good. That opening crunch, I like that. The yeah, but overall, it doesn't really go anywhere for me. But so when you when you couple the cutting your skin makes you feel more alive with accelerating the death process. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I don't know. I just can't. I just can't really get on board with the song. Yeah. Do you remember? You're an Akewood fan, right? Oh, for sure. We used to talk about this back in the day. Akewood is a webcomic that is amazing, in case anybody doesn't know. It's, but it's also, like, it, the humor is super weird <laughs> and bizarre. dark. It's super dark. Uh, their tagline for a long time was something like, a momentary diversion on the way to the grave, or something like that. <laughs> and I, that kind of reminds me of this song. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, they also I have a I have a handful of the Akewood books that uh, Chris Onstead put out and um, I think um, there's one of the books is called uh, Saddest Song Played on the Worst Guitar Worst Song Played on Ugliest Guitar (laughs) Worst Song Played on Ugliest Guitar (laughs) So great (laughs) Yeah Um, so yeah shout out to Akewood um and the Akewood Great Outdoor Fight. Yes, if you if you classic. want, you need to uh, Google Akewood uh, Great Outdoor Fight yep. and read that whole uh, that whole section. There's I do have that I do have the yeah that book, but it's a good one. It's great. Um, man, I need to go home and read some Akewood now. <laughs> Uh, I remember having like an Akewood profile picture once and you're the only person who roast, liked it. Was it roast beef? It was definitely roast beef. I resonate <laughs> very deeply with him. Speaking of depression. And oh, for sure. you were like, Akewood right on. I was like, I knew somebody would get it and that it would be you who were the, that person. <laughs> and the rest is podcast history. Yep. Uh, um, where did you go? Where did you was go? Was it to this song? Super throwback sound. Sounds like semi-sonic or like some band that would have been big in like the late 90s on the radio I dream that someday I will find you the blue skies turn to rain oh boy and the never coming back again super sad Mike times this is Mike Timo Corner 101 the one that got away I was begging you to stay with me Where did you go? I just don't know My life is scattered in the wind Trying to begin again It's beautiful no. <laughs> oh, boy. 
He's super I bummed. I think that I this, don't. I don't dislike. I this don't dislike song. it either. It could be very similar to the two songs that I mentioned that I don't like, in that yeah. it starts with a. I'm like, is this Coldplay? What are we doing? Very slow <laughs> drum beats and then a ballad. But I think it's interesting. This is not an MXPX we're familiar with. No, um, and this is and this is why I said earlier um, that they took some risks. Yeah, for sure. On this, on with some of these songs that are not necessarily in their tried and true wheelhouse. No. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't dislike. No, I don't. Dis- I don't dislike. Like, don't forget me when you're gone as much as you do. Yeah. That's um. This this song this song is okay. Um. I I as you said I'm I'm not like typically down with the MXPX ballads. Just Def Leppard ones. <laughs> uh, exclusively <laughs> Def Leppard. Ballads. That's kind of my. That's kind of my. <laughs> it's your wheelhouse. Um, yeah, I. I mean, it's got interesting chords, um, interesting instrumentation too. Like, I feel like that guitar sound is like you yeah. would never hear that in an MXPX song normally. The piano that kicks in with the chorus. Like, I just think it's. Yeah, they're trying some stuff. It's it's pretty cool. I'd say musically, it's pretty interesting. But it's uh, it's not my favorite. Yeah, I. Some of these songs are they're just very minimal, mm-hmm. which is, it's funny because to go from. It's another example of. The Renaissance EP to go from the Renaissance EP, to before everything and after, uh-huh. and then to go from this. The secret, secret weapon, weapon, where like a lot of the stripped down elements on this record, like uh, "Don't Forget Me When You're Gone" um, or um, "Running Out of Time," where did you go? Mm-hmm. Um, and then going from that to the super hyper produced parts of right. "Secret Weapon," it's like whoa. Yeah. Do you think Yuri is super bored on these songs? <laughs> Or do you think he's like finally a chance to rest? Um, I don't know. Maybe I think make up your mind is like yeah, yeah, yeah. There's other songs where he gets to do his thing, but just when it's like, I'm just like that is so different for Yuri. Yuri, Yuri's like, you know, he's he's Rick Allen. He's doing the Rick Allen on these songs just because he can. Just like one foot, no arms even. Um, that is the sound of drums. <laughs> sweet, sweet thing. They gave me the eye, wouldn't let me out of their side. They didn't like the looks of me right away. They told me to go, so I decided to stay. Burn. He's a rebel. And my hair was blue. Of course, they had a problem with my tattoos. Mike, bass. <laughs> on my necks. So right now all I wanna do is make you mine. You're my sweet That's different. You're my sweet sweet thing. You're my sweet sweet thing. Personal property. 
that played in a band. He said he hated devil music and he wasn't a fan. Pretty, pretty winky. Yeah, this song is a very winky wink. Mm-hmm. Um, wink, wink, nudge, hey, nudge. Hey, yeah, that was a winky sound. <laughs> you nailed it. Um, I don't. I actually, I don't dislike this song. I actually, kind of like this more than the electric version. Huh. Interesting. I definitely prefer Family Affair. You like just that it's kind of stripped down and laid bare. I don't know. It it kind of. It kind of makes, makes the winkiness more acceptable. Yeah, like because he's just like, like I'm just singing a jokey song. Yeah, my versus I'm like a, troubadour. a full band, yeah, yeah. full production. Yeah, that so it seems like, like that's not worth the effort. Yeah, the, the earnestness of the song <laughs> yeah. kind of like sure, I get it, but I think that's undercut by making a new saccharine chorus. You're my sweet, sweet thing. Like, it just seems kind of weird. Like, I'll take that old song and graft a new chorus onto it. But it's not um, even just a new chorus. It's like... Sure, there's it, other stuff, too. The whole song is different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a, it's a curio. Yeah, I'll be interested to hear... Maybe people love people, it. I don't know. No, I, I do think people like... Um, because I think Starrett said he liked Family Affair. People love Family Affair. I know that. Yeah. Under what you all think of Sweet Sweet Thing. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to... Well, let's see. Um, last Train. We're in the acoustic closing round of the album. Yeah, we are. When bones start breaking It's too late to turn back time It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Was there ever a non-acoustic version? Like, I can find no evidence of one. And perhaps somebody out there is saying, don't forget the blah, 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 seven inch or whatever. But yeah. it seems like the other acoustic versions you can point to being um, acoustic versions of existing electric songs. Yeah. I, I'm unfamiliar with... A last train. Yeah. Other than this one. Right. Um, it's, uh, it's kind of boring. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It. It doesn't. It doesn't. Doesn't float my penis. <laughs> I think that's the wrong metaphor. <laughs> Is it? No. It's a. Uh, uh, Parks and Rec. Oh, you're right. 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 Yeah, Jean Ralphio's. <laughs> yes. uh This, this one. Uh, <laughs> Which one floats your penis? <laughs> Classic. <laughs> yep. You know, it doesn't float your boat, floats your penis. Right, yeah. That's John um, Ralphio cuts right to the chase. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now the acoustic version of uh, my number two. Mm. 
MXPX did an MTV Unplugged. Yeah. Some candles burning. Some weed burning. I would say it works decently as an acoustic version. I agree. Um, it still doesn't float my penis that much, but it <laughs> it works. If you played this one, I mean, it's kind of a slower one, but if you played it live as part of an acoustic set or whatever, I'd be like, yeah, that sounds, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. Um... Can we can we talk about the the line and now the tears fall right out of my face? Yes, I I had to go back and rewind because I was like, is that really what he said? Yeah, <laughs> it definitely is. Yeah, um, I hate when my tears fall right out of there. <laughs> Get back in there, bros. That's what I always say. Bro, coming right out of my face. Just yeah. like not not your eyes, just. Right. Just out. It of sounds the- like if like a dude was trying to like articulate his feelings, he's like, and then just like tears start falling right out of my face, dude. I don't know what happened. No, he doesn't like. He doesn't want to say crying. Yeah, they were right, like, exactly. Fucking like, like just straight out of my goddamn face, bro. Yeah. They were like, they were like, get out of my face. <laughs> Was doing the, I did a mustache blanket, and then, and then all of a sudden, right, like this straight from a face. <laughs> oh, some deep cuts here. Yeah. Well, that's that's the whole deal. We that rocked. Is, I don't think whole... we rocked that hard. No, there were <laughs> there were point. are a there are a lot of some slow jams up on the Let's Rock. Yep. I um. I want to know um, who came up with that title. Sure. Um, because. Let's rock. Because yeah, what is it a reference to? I don't know. It's curious. I, yeah, as listeners may not be surprised to hear, I knew nothing of this. I mean, I knew it existed, but I really hadn't listened to it at all until like this week. Yeah, I did. I didn't cop this when it came no. out. Um, I remember seeing it around and being kind of like, "What is that again?" <laughs> but yeah, it it it's not one that was in my um, my circulation yeah. of MXPX records. I honestly don't remember even the first time I heard it. Um, but it wasn't. It certainly was not. Um, in 2006. No, it was not. But, um, you know, I don't I don't even remember seeing this around because like I said, I got right. Panic, I got Secret Weapon. I don't know where yeah. 
I think I thought it was some kind of weird import, and I was like, I don't know. But I am grateful to it for one and three. That's that's a new yeah Johnny Potter fave. That does float my penis for sure. <laughs> it does. Yeah, right my penis the, floating scale. <laughs> right to the top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gross. Um, <laughs> how are we doing here on time? <laughs> um, I don't know. We're well, that's not bad. two that's hours. Not bad. All right. What should we talk it's... about for half an hour? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can we? Oh, here's the thing. We need to talk. We need to talk about. I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, we do need to talk about. Um, and the magnified pod. Ah, uh, yes. The mag pod for life. Please, uh, please mag- join, follow one of the accounts. Yeah, the both of them, if you'd like. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. Yeah, the um, at mag pod blows <laughs> or uh, at mag pod for life. That's F O R life. Um. <laughs> Which says, some people think MagPod is just a podcast that discusses culture, religion, politics, and and everyone's favorite left coast punks. But no, it's a lifestyle. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, But there's been some conversation about us trying to do a uh, um, (laughs) three-hour podcast since we have not, we've yet to break. We've been close. We've been very close. Yeah. What is... What is our... Probably at like 2.30 something easily a couple times. Yeah. No. Well, consistently. (laughs) 2.37, I want to say, maybe. 2.36.34, which was the acoustic collection. That's a lot of minutes. We had a lot to cover in that. We did. We did. Um, But, yeah, another... With what we covered today, just in Nickelodeon. (laughs) Alone. (laughs) Nickelodeon alone. We could get to three hours. Um... So, yeah, uh, you guys should check those those accounts out there. Yeah. They're ridiculous and funny. We could always use more followers on our own Twitter account. <laughs> yes. Twitter's lagging behind. Whenever yeah. I feel pretty good about our Instagram numbers, I look at my 17-year-old nieces. She has 2,500 followers. Oh, my God. And she's following 4,000 people. <laughs> How is that possible? I, anyway, it's a different thing with the youth. Um, <laughs> you sound a thousand I, years old. I am a thousand years old. I couldn't follow four thousand people. Um, so in conclusion, if we were to set up a Patreon, which we may at some point, what level would we have to put to get Magpod tatted on both of our necks? <laughs> um, so I've actually been thinking about. Um, getting that tattoo anyway? Not getting the Magpod tattoo, but oh. getting the uh, the PX Punk. Oh yeah, I, I actually seeing all these tattoos, I'm kind of like, yeah, maybe I. I kind of, I kind of want Jordan from Newfound Glory to do it. That'd be cool because his his uh his looked good as hell. Yeah, his looked amazing. The one but, that Mike did on that guy. That looked pretty good, too. Yeah, it was pretty tight. I mean, I don't know what it would take to get Mike to tattoo us both. If he did that, he'd put, like, I'm an idiot or something on us. <laughs> he wouldn't actually do it. He'd find some way to mess with us. <laughs> he'd, uh, yeah, he'd, you know, call call you a pussy or, yeah. like, say you, yeah. you know, I don't know. Uh, that, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know if he if he's still doing any tattooing. 
I don't know if I would get MagPod. <laughs> Are you on, what on my oh, on my nuts? Confirms that I'm more committed to this project. Oh my god! <laughs> cool. You uh, <sighs> you you can you want to edit the uh, yeah man the Brian Bouchelt interview in this next step? That's a long one. Um, no, shout out to Andrew for doing literally everything. <laughs> um, I brought him some water. Um, tell us what you think we should get tattooed on our knuckles. Um, you can email us. Yeah, you can at magnifiedpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at magnifiedpod. Why don't you go ahead and rate and review us? Crush that old subscribe button. Just mash it. Yeah, just uh, yeah, just punch it right in the dick. <laughs> Smash it till it floats your penis <laughs> at Apple Podcasts or iTunes, Stitcher, thing, Stitcher, Google Play. Google Play. What else? Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, you could leave us a voicemail. Leave us a voicemail. Yeah, they can go ahead and do that at eight seven two seven Magpod. Yes, that's eight seven two seven six two four seven six three. What else do we want to say? Um, well, happy Halloween. Yeah. Um, John, are you, I think everybody this weekend is probably doing their Halloween parties. I'm dressed as Mike. You got the snake bite. You got the snake bite. You got those bleached, bleached tips. (laughs) You got, you shaved your beard into some, (laughs) into some solid chops. We should go as us circa 2000 or whatever. Oof. Need to get myself the some ball, get a ball chain necklace. Yep. Gel down the bangs. <laughs> gel down those bangs, those crunchy ass tips. <laughs> I was like, oh, should we do some kind of like spooky MXPX thing? And I was like, oh, there's no Scooby Doo is kind of about it. Oh, well, why don't I should play some, uh, let me play some Scooby Doo right now. Sure. Um, but on our next episode, we're not totally sure. There you go. Puts you in the Halloween spirit. We're not totally sure what we'll cover, but... Um, well, I think we... Do we know? I think... Can we get uh, in the self-titled? Yeah. We might have a special guest, possibly. But uh, if not, we'll finally get into their 10th album. The, self, the self-titled. We'll talk through the vinyl now that we've got it. Um, I mean, that's what we've been waiting for to yeah. cover the new album. Right. Is I mean, not only that, but we wanted to... We wanted to give it give it a little give bit of some time. time. Yeah, you know, I didn't want to like just do my initial reactions. I wanted to give it a little. Yeah, we gave our, our immediate reaction within the first twenty four hours, and now we've had some time to sit, and I feel pretty good about where it sits on my list. And perhaps yeah. when we go through that, we will also rank our MXPX records. I think we should. I think we should. I was thinking maybe we'd do songs at some point too. That would be a tougher mm. one. Like a, a top ten? Yeah. Tougher challenge, but that we'll definitely would, do albums. A top ten song? Yeah. That'd be tough. I need I, that. I need to need to give some significant thought to. Yeah, for sure. And how many of them from teenage politics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd want to go across eras, I would think. Yeah. Um, anyway, Do you know, I did listen to Poconaccia recently mm-hmm. uh, on the way down to um, talk with Brian Bouchelt. We um, will have that episode coming out. Yep. At some point. Some point soon. Um, but I listened to Poconaccia, and it's pretty good. I here's the thing. 
it was our first episode. Yeah. We actually didn't cover every song. No. I do think we should do Poconatcha Revisited. Sure. As an ep. I'm open to that. To um, actually discuss every song because if we're doing from Poconatch to plans, <laughs> yeah, we it might. Was, it was funny that on that we were like, well, we can't go through every song. <laughs> Little did we know. Well, yeah, we can't. We, would, we don't want to. This is going to take forever. It's going to be like two and a half hours. <laughs> Who's going to listen to that? <laughs> Who's going to, yeah. Um, but I do think we we might. I've, I've been thinking about that lately, about doing uh revisited so i'm intrigued uh because it's a record that i like a lot yeah and because i i think we've we covered maybe like 75 percent of the record sure. i don't think we really listened to most of it gotta go that full hundo bro that's right man we gotta be if we're if we're the the definitive podcast we <laughs> can't right. just be like half-assing that shit well on our next episode, we will perhaps cover the new record. We'll perhaps have a special guest. Whatever we do, it'll be about time for podcasts at our house. And it wouldn't be the same without you. So join us, won't you?